You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. Matt, I wanted to talk about uh, Jacoby Brissett. Okay. Uh, looking here at his first two games, they're like exact opposites of each other. <laughs> yeah. One was good and one wasn't. So the game against the Carolina Panthers in Week 1, the Browns squeaked that one out 26-24. He was 18-34. is the right word. Yeah. That easily could have went either way. Uh, 18-34, completed 53% of his passes for 147 yards. He had 34 pass attempts to get 147 yards. Mm -hmm. That's a struggle. Uh, A touchdown. He he didn't throw an interception in the game. He had four carries for 10 yards. Not the most productive day out of your quarterback. It's not, you know, then he comes back against the Jets last week in a loss – Mind you, they won the first they game. They won the first. You would think it'd be the other way around, <laughs> right? 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 They went. They lose last week. He goes twenty-two of twenty-seven. That's eighty-one point five percent of completion percentage for two hundred and twenty-nine yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, it was only sacked once again. Six carries for forty-three yards in that mm-hmm. game. I don't know which is the true Jacoby Brissett, or is it somewhere in between? I don't think it's the second one. I don't think it is either. <laughs> you know, I mean, if we're gonna make make excuses, is the wrong word, but if we're gonna you know, preface these things with Mitch. I think we have to do the same with Jacoby in that first real game with the new team. Maybe we don't trust him. We're not going to ask him to do a lot. And I guess they were comfortable with him and decided to open it up a little bit more against the Jets. I mean, I don't know that that's the case, but I do think watching the first game, I thought they hid him to no end. Yeah. Like, we don't trust this guy. And I figured that's how they're going to play all year. I assumed that in the preseason. And he's a smart, tough guy with a big arm. He's just not a real quick read and react it out processor yeah. type. And his accuracy can wane a little bit, a little bit of a slow delivery. Um, but coaches and teammates love him. He'll run through a wall, you know, tough, big. Um, and I, I, the Jets game is the one that doesn't make sense to me, though. You, you know, I yeah. mean, and, and I'm thinking maybe the Jets are in the secondary, and I don't think they have a great secondary. It's young and soft, yeah. and you know, right? Uh, they also featured Amari Cooper more in that game. They didn't Cooper do that in week much one. Better. That yeah. was one thing I was going to harp on too. Was Cooper had a very good game? Yeah. He was open a lot. So I mean, that's maybe that's the difference right there. Uh, but I'm looking here at his his career. Stats against the Steelers uh, in three games. He's eighteen of twenty-nine, sixty-two uh, percent completion percentage, uh, two eighty-one, two touchdowns, one interception. Um, and how many games? 
parts of three games. He's only okay, played, he's only okay, played in two two games against him. He's, he's only throwing twenty nine passes. He has two yeah. starts actually. Uh, Indy, both both with Indianapolis. The first one came in twenty seventeen. The second in twenty nineteen. Uh, if you remember, he got hurt in the second start in 2019, and they had to bring in, I believe, Hoyer came into that game. Okay. I think Hoyer was the backup. Uh, the Steelers won both of those games that he has started mm-hmm. against them. So they've experienced against them. And yeah. Frankly, he hasn't changed much over the years. No. Yeah. People, no. myself included, were thinking once he gets an opportunity, this guy might be a starter. Well, he's gotten those opportunities, and he is what he is at this point, yeah. and he's a real good backup. Yeah, uh, fifteen and twenty-four career record um, yeah. as, as a starter. It's kind of is, you know, he's never had a winning record as a starter. Really, any season, any se- in any single season. The closest he came was seven and eight in twenty nineteen for the Colts. For the Colts, okay. Who were at that point were building a little something there. I mean, they, they yeah, had a pretty right, good right, roster. Right. No, they had a real good roster. Yeah, they had a really good line at that point. Um, he does need to be protected, and yeah, I would think Cleveland's line, all in all, is more than good enough. You know, in terms of comparing to the other 32. Um, he's fine. Again, I, I liked him a lot more two years ago. Had a lot more hope for him. Never really turned the corner. He'll be in this league as long as he wants. You know, I mean, he's one of those guys that has enough resume that he'll be an NFL quarterback in some capacity for as long as he wants to play. Um, but you don't you don't fear him. You know? No, you know? no. And, and, and he's not as good a runner as people think. Like, no, he was you know they he was used as a runner some in in, pa- in the past because of the teams that he was on because he was Philip Rivers yeah <laughs> you and I yeah, would be right, considered right, strong yeah. runners uh, with with Philip Rivers right. as quarterback I'm just looking at this has he ever had he's had one career 300 yard game so last oh, week two. was one of his best games ever, he's had sure. he's, no th- I'm seeing four career 300 yard games okay. So this isn't somebody who's going to go out there and throw the ball all over the yard on you. I would think not. Um, I'd be a little worried if, about protection if I were them as well, you know, even without Watt. Um, I would think that they would like the Cooper matchup, no matter who, what corner he gets. I, mean, I would think that, especially after last week, that we invested in this guy to be our one. We're going to try to get him 10 to 12 t- targets in that neighborhood, maybe double-digit catches. Um, but... I feel like we're having the same conversation as with the Patriots a little bit. Like, this passing game, by NFL standards nowadays, is not dynamic. Yeah. I mean, most teams have a lot of dudes, and this one doesn't really. Yeah, yeah. You don't want guys figuring out that they're dudes in this game. Um, People's Jones or one of those, or yeah, Joku right. or somebody like that that has a lot of talent that just hasn't quite put it all together. I mean, but I see a lot of... Games under 200 yards here. I bet in Jacoby Brissett's career, and, and two of his four 300-yard games came against Houston. Really? Wow. So, who do you think throws for more yards? I mean, it's not like Mitch has a million 300-yard games either. No, no. You know, um, they'll probably be asked to do similar things. Yeah, I think Trubisky's a better athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Mean, there's no doubt about that. And he that, has better either. weapons. And he has better weapons. So I mean, and again, I think their protection should be able to hold up against the Browns too. Yeah, uh, so I guess, and, and listening to Trubisky and Matt Canada this week, I mean, they're talking about, yeah, we need to take more shots. So I think they definitely all recognize when, the they, same when, Yeah, right. when they say that, the receivers get it. The it's going to happen. It. Right. I mean, they're game planning for it. They're <laughs> yeah. practicing about it as we speak. And, we've I mean, seen, and the Browns have given them up. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to come into this game and throw a bunch of dump offs. No. I think they could win this game without 
connecting downfield over and over, but you got to take some shots. Yeah, especially you know? early in this game. You want to take the, that Browns running game out of the, out of the mm-hmm. equation? There you but go. A lead would be nice. A lead would be nice. Yeah, yes. no doubt. I mean, kind of like you know, if you if you do it like we did in Cincinnati, you know, go out there and get a, get a lead early, and mm-hmm. then they you just know. played with such few leads over the last twenty games or whatever. Yeah, you know? I mean, boy, it'd be a nice change of pace for this defense in particular, and the offense a lot less stress on you. That'd be big, you know, on the road. You know, the crowds would be loud, quiet them. You know, land the first punch would go a long way. Yeah, that's certainly. Uh, you know, I, I would imagine that that Cleveland. Uh, crowd will be pretty fired up on a oh, Thursday night. Yeah. And given the way they turned on the Browns in Sunday's game when they blew that lead. <laughs> yeah. You uh, could probably make them it, turn pretty quick. It could get yeah. pretty ugly if you get a big lead quickly. You know they hate the Steelers. I mean, they've been bullied by the Steelers their whole fandom, basically. And they'll be wound up. National game, of course. But like you said, things start getting ugly. You can see a fan base that's I mean, there's so much that's going on around that team right now. Yeah. Uh, their fans have to be conflicted anyways, let alone <laughs> losing the craziest game that anyone's lost in the last 20 years or whatever. Yeah, what was your stat on that? So, when the with the clock being be- between a minute and a half left or in two minutes with a 13-point lead, which isn't an uncommon number, of yeah. course, the last 201 teams— Since 2000. Since 2000. Yeah. 201 and zero. Now two, you win those games. Now 201. Uh, 201 and 1. Yeah. Yeah. Unless another one happened last week that they won. <laughs> so everybody wins in that situation. You're winning by 13 with, you know, under two minutes on the clock. You got to win that game, you know. Yeah. And they found Especially every way possible with, with you know, a running game that averages 200 yards rushing per game. Right. You'd love to close teams out. You know, that's the old guys, Bill right? Cower stat. Well, Bill Cower, when he has a two-touchdown lead in the fourth quarter, he always wins. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> having a line in Jerome Bettis helps. You yeah. Know, there's no doubt about it. Closing teams out's big. And I give the Patriots a little bit of credit for that last week. They they showed that, you know, and I don't kill the Steeler D for allowing uh, some, some rushing yardage at the end of games. Every team does that. It wasn't their finest moment, but – um, hopefully the Steelers can develop that at one point. And um, I can't believe that the Browns of all teams, who are probably run the ball better than anyone in the league right now, couldn't close somebody out. Yeah. And they actually went – they actually it – was, it was detrimental to them when Chubb scored the touchdown. I mean, if he goes Hard lays down on to the believe, line, yeah. right, right. I mean, still, I'm not going to kill the coaching staff or two, Chubb for that Yeah, two either. touchdown lead. You should lead. still win. You, you should know, still hold on, that right, lead. Right. Uh, recover an onside kick, you win that game. Yeah, yeah that was you one know? of like eight things. Uh, special teams wise, I mean they get they've got two young kickers. I don't know their punter, their kicker's a rookie. Yeah, I mean so uh, you know that's he made that, a big kick to win the the Panthers game. Yeah, um, he has missed an extra point. I he think. did miss an extra point. I, I know he's got a big leg, mm-hmm. uh, but they like him. But rookie kickers scare me. Rookie kickers can be an issue. Yeah, uh, you prime know, time with the whole world watching game on the line. You know the uh, game ever. the punter is Corey Borkowitz. I don't know anything Not about him. Not familiar with Mr. Borkowitz's work. He is, uh, well, he's in his fifth season. Is I don't he? know that he's ever, who's he kicked for before? I've I don't never heard ever of him remember before. him kicking for anybody else. Maybe he's been in five camps. Not exactly a ring endorsement. Oh, he actually st- he started for the Bills in 2019 and 2020. And really? then Green okay. Bay last year? Really? Hmm. News to me. How, how do I not know this guy? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, what's he played, 30 games or so in his life? More than that, probably. 59. Wow. Okay. All right, so Mr. I'm, 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 I'm color me shocked. My apologies, Mr. Borkowitz. Yeah, I, apologize. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should know. Um, yeah, should have known that name. But uh, yeah, so I, I just look at that. Uh, you know, they're not. 
super dynamic. Uh, D- Demetric Felton is their punt returner. Mm-hmm. Um, little guy. He's a real little guy. Yeah. He, he, don't know if he's a running back or if he's a receiver. He's shifty. He's fast. Um, always tried to find some spot on offense for him. And those guys, I mean, he's better than Dre Archer, but he's kind of in that mold. That's kind of who he is yeah, because this, thicker, but, they, you know. he's got two touches this year and he's got minus one yards. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a gadget dude all day long. But he's 5'9", 189 pounds. Mm, and, you know. Fast and, you know, good combines, but not big. Yeah. yeah right. And this, so he's in. I guess he's a dangerous returner to some degree, but I'm not losing a lot of sleep over that. Yeah, his in his career, he's got eight carries for 20 yards and uh, tw- uh, 19 catches for 184. Um, he's the type of guy, if he's out there on offense, alert, alert. Here yeah, they're going to do something with him. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, here, you know, yeah. He's going to get the ball some goofy way or, you know. But, oh, well, I mean, he doesn't scare me. Again, their weapons <sighs> – they don't have a lot of resources, but I, I look at this team and think, what do they need? They really need another receiver, yeah. and they need D-tackle help a lot. And well, going forward, just big picture, they're not going to be able to add anything. They're going to lose stuff. I mean, more needs are going to pop up, yeah. and Deshaun yeah. Watson better make all those problems go away, and I, I think that's asking a lot. That's tough to do when you, again, don't have the weapons. And you um, play football in 700 days. Yeah. That too. That yeah, too. Who knows if he's good anymore or where he's at and as a career-wise. Yeah. Um, if we're sitting here on Friday yeah. and the Browns win this game, what did they do? Chubb and Hunt combined for 180. Browns are plus one in turnovers. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Garrett has two sacks. Uh, This one... There's so many layers to every game, and previewing them is a crapshoot, no matter how good yeah. you are at it. I think the two matchups, though, are Garrett and Chubb. I mean, and, and Lump and Hunt in with Chubb, too. But if you could have two people, we laughed last week. Belichick never lets you do your thing that you're the best at. You know, well, that's not the – he didn't invent that or right. the only one that does it. Yeah. But if He you, didn't take anybody away from the Steelers no, last year. No, he didn't. Or last week. You know, but if you told me – Chubb and Garrett didn't wreck this game. I really think the Steelers would win nine out of ten of those. You know, like those two could be massive problems and control the flow of the game and get a lead. And then Miles Garrett's pinning his ears back and they could play off each other that way. But otherwise, I, I mean, anything could happen, of course. But I think those are the matchups. Those are the, the two guys, the two phases of this football team you have to worry most about. Conversely, if we're sitting here Friday in the Steelers, won this game. What happened? Hmm. I'm going to say the offensive line wins, and I'm kind of expecting that. I'm hesitant to go out on that limb because this isn't a great line, but it's getting better. 
and I mean that in both phases. The protection's been way better than the run blocking, but I want to see them win in both phases. Um, spreading the football around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Deontay could have ten catches for one fifty and you win, but. I'd sure like to see Pickens involved. Like and, to see some diversification you know, in the yeah. offense. We talked about all these, you know, they've got so many weapons. Use them all. Use them all. Right. You know? And you're going to find stuff you like, um, you know, against any defense. Again, they got five or six dudes that are hard to play against. Make them all, you know, make them play against them. You know, yeah. I, mean, I think that's definitely true. Defensively, I think it's more just stop the run. You know, that's the Chubb thing. Um, I don't know if they have to win the turnover battle to win. I mean, obviously, you'd say this in any game, yeah. but this is apparent for the last two. Turnovers are going to be massive. Special teams are going to be big. I mean, no one's going to win thirty to nothing in this game. You know, I mean, it's not going to be a blowout. Yeah, I, I think you the any keys you're thinking you're looking at. I do think the Steelers should have a an advantage on special teams. I don't think the Browns have a lot of depth. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if they have any, you know, gr- well, that guy's really a, a really good special teams mm-hmm. player. Yeah. Um, I don't know who they are if they are. Um, I, for that stat sheet that I do, I, I pulled up all the Steelers snap counts in terms of special teamers. And it's pretty obvious who those guys are now after two games. And I did the same with the Browns and their special teamers haven't played nearly as many snaps as the, the Steelers talk Well, the Steelers guys. have punted a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. But I think without digging into every phase of the Browns special teams, I'm not that big of a dork, that um, I, I don't know that they have core special teamers to the level the Steelers do. You know, yeah. five or six guys that play every phase. I mean, I think that some play a few and, you know, you're you're good on punt team, but we don't want you on kickoffs. You know, so... so I, I don't know that for a fact, but I don't think that they have as good a special teamers, you know, for all phases. Well, I'm just looking at this here. Uh, now, they've only had two punt returns against them this year, but they've given up an average of 13 yards per punt. Really? Two for 26. Uh, on kick returns, they've actually allowed some kick returns, five kick returns. Uh, uh-huh. So maybe they're, they're playing it to do that. Uh, 110 yards on that. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I had a hard time coming up with special teams notes this week because um, there's not a lot of body work for yeah. one thing, you know. But so I think if you can get them to punt, there might be some opportunities there to mm-hmm. to create a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, and conversely, I mean, they're averaging, you know, Felton's averaging six yards per punt return. So mm-hmm. he's okay. Yeah, right, not right, gonna right. not gonna kill you there. Um, and. I expect Gunner to be shorthanded. I don't think that's the sign that's, of things yeah, to come. That's not he something never had that's... a history like that. He made one bad play against his old team. You know, yeah. like, uh, I expect the Steelers' returners to be just fine. And speaking of that, so Mike Tomlin on, on Monday says that uh, Olszewski's job in that situation, because he made note that they only had 10 guys on the field for that play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't have the outside Gunner on the right side covered. Oh, that's why the guy was in his face so quickly. The gunner's right. To, the gunner's right. Which is the sideline. Yeah. He caught the ball. This, so that's the guy who's standing in front of the mm-hmm. the uh, Patriots sideline. Right. On that side of the – all the way yeah. across the field. Real quick, I'm just thinking this through the Patriots' eyes. If I'm them, I'm definitely punting to that direction then. Which is what they did. I assume yeah. they had a check too. Like, hey, we got, this dude's uncovered. I'm yeah. gonna, you're going to get down there without hesitation. Steelers may have even been lucky they didn't throw it to him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh yeah, I don't, I don't know if their punter can do that or yeah, if they have yeah, a check to get not. into that. Um so 
Mike Tomlin was asked, well, what's what's Olszewski's job as as the punt returner to in that situation? Mm-hmm. He said, well, it's his job to count the guys on the field. Yes. And then if he sees that we don't have enough out there, fair catch to football. Fair catch, yeah. Well, he did both of those things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just didn't execute. <laughs> he just didn't it, execute. Right. I've heard people killing him. Well, he did. You know, he's not supposed to call timeout in that situation. You no, don't want to burn, burn a timeout in the, right. in the third quarter because you don't have somebody out there on that. On you know, and you're not going to signal, hey, we got to run somebody onto the other side of the field. Oh, I see if what you're it's in front, if right. it's in front of your bench, if it's that side, yeah, you can signal, hey, we need a guy out here. He's going to go five feet, but he's not going to run. 60 yards 60 yards yeah to, to go get the other you know yeah, gunner but there Makes was definitely sense. a there was definitely a fair catch signal on that he was trying to fair catch it so mentally he did his job yeah he just didn't catch the football he didn't catch the football he and the Steelers one thing wrong yeah the Steelers would have had the ball at the 20. yeah that's where he fumbled and you're the fine football. with the fair catch and it never comes up to you 10 men on the field right probably happened numerous <laughs> times yeah. in Tomlin's career and in every coach's career that's what I mean I'm just in every coach because he was career. asked about that you know what's the what's the process on sending your punt team out. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, we don't have a, a launch pad like high school where we call them all in together <laughs> right, and say, right, okay, right. guys, now we all we go out in the field. We expect you to know your you, job. You're expected right. to know what your job is on, on punt return. Right. Or, you're on the punt one team. You know, you, one punt you're team, supposed right. to be out there. And someone got yelled at, I'm sure, for it because they, yeah. you know, they should have been out there. No, but that's interesting. Like, oh, Gunner doesn't know what he's doing. This coaching staff's dumb they don't coach these things no we got a plan we see, even it. some of my even some of my compatriots here in the media yeah yeah um we're looking at that well gunner's gunner screwed that up he's not supposed to call time out there it's not his job to go find 10 other people and yeah. say, hey, Johnny, hey guys let's go out you line up there and you line up here you know and i'm gonna catch it and it's and not danny smith danny smith done his job he told them all we got to get out on you you're on the number one punt team we got to be oh, this yeah. is this is where you're lined up at i assume it's on a huge you know, screen in the locker room and everything. Last, everyone they hand on the yeah, yeah. Everybody knows they walk. They walk through it the day before the game, and they don't do it with ten. <laughs> <laughs> right. Somebody. So that's good. Then. Yeah. I mean, get off Gunner's case on that. Yeah, shoot, he caught the football. Of course, he absolutely. Right, 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 right. Absolutely. And, and, and if he does that a hundred times, he probably catches ninety nine of them. Exactly. And if it becomes a problem, you get rid of him. Right. You're not going to be around. <laughs> right. You're not going to uh, be the punt returner if you don't catch a ball. Right. Um, so. Yeah, I think the Steelers should have an advantage on special teams. But real quick, teams. I hope people just aren't like, why would you say the Steelers have an advantage? They don't know what the heck they're doing. No, they know what the heck they're doing. They're yeah. a very good special teams coach, and Tomlin's dressed <laughs> special teams more than most. Yes, yeah, they have guys know. actually dedicated yes. to doing it. Yes. Um, so I, I would expect that uh, to be, you know, again, win the hidden yardage. They mm-hmm. didn't do that last week against the no, Patriots. No, they didn't. And it's a Patriot thing, you know. Say we want about Belichick and whatnot. He tends to win the hidden yardage. And, and some so. of that's field, but you know, some of it's luck. Some of it's field position. Some of it's field position. You know, you're not going to return the football as much when they're when they're you know punting from midfield. You're right. just you're right, going right, to fair right, catch right, it right. most of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're not going to get that hidden yardage. Mm-hmm. If you're punting from your own end, then they're they're going to return it more. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You know, so you gotta you gotta get some early stops on defense. No, that would be. Really you can't. Helpful. You can't allow three and four first downs, and they when they cha- you know flip the field on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to the original question. Maybe my biggest concern, which is kind of correlates with the Chubb, you know, frighteningness. It's not a word. Um, <laughs> time of possession. I mean, yeah. if they lose time of possession, bad. If that defense is on the field a lot on a short week on the road after playing. I mean that defense has played a ton of snaps. Unless the offense is just going out there and scoring on big yeah, play after big play on first and ten for an eighty yarder, that's fine. I mean that's totally different. But I'm assuming that won't be the case. You know, I love the D line rotation they've used. 
but that can wear thin after a while, too. They've played a lot of snaps already, and this is a quick game on the road against a physical, good-running football team. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, so, uh, you know, we'll see um, how this all plays out. I think it's going to be a a close game. I do, too. Um, Hard fought. Both these teams need to win bad. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's that point of the year, you know. It's a division game. You, got, division you know, game. these are these are more important. They just are. If you could be two and zero in the division, that would be huge. You'd be in pretty good shape. That would be huge. Yep. Uh, subscribe to the Mike Tomlin Game Day Podcast. Steelers Digest editor Bob Labriola talks with uh, head coach Mike Tomlin about the upcoming game. New episodes drop every game day, so there'll be one out tomorrow. Uh, they're available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. When we come back, time for the Fantasy Football Focus. Oh, baby. We'll do that when we come back right after this. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainer, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.